your back. It's a ratchet. That's all I can think. Is this spelled hey, the same way? What? Hey, what you said? What happened? It's just said sriracha. Hello, welcome to the podcast. Here we are for the Sunday after Christmas, the Feast of the Holy Family of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. For this weekend's readings, there are options, um, but we will have the readings from Sirach, from Colossians, and from the Gospel of Luke. The first reading is from the book of Sirach. God sets a father in honor over his children, a mother's authority he confirms over her sons. Whoever honors his father atones for sins and preserves himself from them. When he prays, he is heard. He stores up riches who reveres his mother. Whoever honors his father is gladdened by children. And when he prays, is heard. Whoever reveres his father will live a long life. He who obeys his father brings comfort to his mother. My son, take care of your father when he is old. Grieve him not as long as he lives. Even if his mind fail, be considerate of him. Revile him not all the days of his life. Kindness to a father will not be forgotten. Firmly planted against the depth of your sins, a house raised in justice to you. Our psalm comes from Psalm 128. Blessed are those who fear the Lord and walk in his ways. Blessed is everyone who fears the Lord, who walks in his ways. For you shall eat the fruit of your handiwork. Blessed shall you be and favored. Blessed are those who fear the Lord and walk in his ways. Your wife shall be like a fruitful vine in the recesses of your home, your children like olive plants around your table. Blessed are those who fear the Lord and walk in his ways. Behold, thus is the man blessed who fears the Lord. The Lord bless you from Zion. May you see the prosperity of Jerusalem all the days of your life. Blessed are those who fear the Lord and walk in his ways. Our second reading comes from Paul's letter to the Colossians. Brothers and sisters, put on as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, heartfelt compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If one has a grievance against another, as the Lord has forgiven you, so must you also do. And over all these put on love, that is, the bond of perfection. And let the peace of Christ control your hearts, the peace into which you were also called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, as in all wisdom you teach and admonish one another, singing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with gratitude in your heart towards God. And whatever you do in word or in deed, do everything in the name of Lord Jesus giving thanks to God the Father through him. Wives, be subordinate to your husbands, as is proper in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives, and avoid any bitterness towards them. Children, obey your parents in everything, for this is pleasing to the Lord. Fathers, do not provoke your children, so they may not become discouraged. And our gospel comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2. When the days were completed for their purification, 
according to the law of Moses. They took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, just as it is written in the law of the Lord. Every male that opens the womb shall be consecrated to the Lord, and to offer the sacrifice of a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons, in accordance with the dictate in the law of the Lord. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, awaiting the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he should not see death before he had seen the Christ of the Lord. He came in the Spirit to the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to perform the custom of the law in regard to him, he took him into his arms and blessed God, saying, Now, Master, you may let your servant go in peace, according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you prepared in the sight of all the peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles, and glory for your people Israel. The child's father and mother were amazed at what was said about him, and Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rise of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be contradicted, and you yourself a sword will pierce, so that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. There was also a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was advanced in years, having lived seven years with her husband after her marriage, and then as a widow until she was eighty-four. She never left the temple, but worshipped night and day with fasting and prayer. And coming forward at that very time, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were awaiting the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had fulfilled all the prescriptions of the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. We invite you to take a minute and reflect on these readings, uh, whether you're by yourself or with others, and uh, read back through them, see what sticks out to you, and uh, then we'll come back together and talk about them. So I think I've, I've said it uh, in all of our uh, recordings, especially the last couple of weeks. I, I love these readings. Um, I really love this gospel. Um, the the uh, you kind of paint this scene in your mind that you have this great temple, and you've got this young woman and uh, her her spouse Joseph, and they're they're walking with the child Jesus. And they know the truth, right? Like, they, they know exactly who it is that is their child. They, they know that he is the Messiah. They've both been visited by angels. They both have a very clear understanding, right? We, we were talking recently about the song, Mary, Did You Know? Like, they know. They know exactly what's happening. And here they are. They're walking into the temple, and there's a man who has very clearly had a strong enough relationship with the Lord that he knows that when this child comes, it's his time to go. And he, he welcomes that. He's ready for that. And I love this. Simeon takes Jesus into his arms and blesses and says, Now, Master, you may let your servant go in peace according to your word. That's awesome. Because he's ready. My eyes have seen your salvation. He knows exactly what he is destined for. Right? It's almost this understanding of like, I know now that the kingdom of heaven is here and I'm ready to go there. And it, before any of us even know what it is, right? Because Jesus is the one that kind of brings that terminology into play of the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven. But Simeon kind of has this, this understanding already because of the relationship he has with the Lord. I think that it's like, oh, I get it now. But I love what he says after that. You have prepared insight of 
all people a light for revelation to the Gentiles and glory for your people of Israel. We know as Christians, right, we can look back with hindsight and say, Jesus' mission was not just to find salvation or um, glory for the people of Israel. It was to reveal that God wanted to bring all people to this same place that Simeon is so excited about going to, right? This idea of the kingdom of God was not just for the Israel Israelites. It was for all people. And Simeon knows that before anybody else does. Because even whatever may have been revealed to Mary and Joseph, right? Like, you're going to be the savior of the world. I wonder if even they knew, like, that meant the whole world. It didn't just mean the Israelite people. It means everyone. I'm coming back, not just for you, but I'm coming for everybody, right? So you have Simeon say that right there. A light of revelation to the Gentiles and glory for your people of Israel. And the child and mother, the the child's father and mother were amazed at what was said. They, it's like, man, somebody else actually knows who this is, um, and I just think that that's so cool. Um, such a, a a interesting like everything kind of coming to fruition in, in this one little moment. Yeah, I, I, I really love that in this reading. I think in talking about things coming to fruition, um, the gospel is a great reminder that. God answers our prayers in his own time um, and not necessarily in the um, time span that we have uh, planned out, but also in the sense that like our prayers are answered, um, can be answered in unexpected ways. Um, and that often when we request something of God, it's often a hold on, I've got something better for you. Almost like uh, the image I'm sure a lot of people have seen of uh, like the teddy bear where it's like, here, give me the little teddy bear you're holding. And like Jesus has got like the giant teddy bear behind his back. And it's like, give me what you have. But it's like, no, 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 I want what I want this. But can you give, you know, um, he's got something so much greater for us. Um, But just being open and willing to receive what he has for us. I think it's cool just looking at this as the feast of the Holy Family. Um, and there's, you know, in, in all of the readings, of course, it talks about the family. Um, but then in particular in the gospel, that the Holy Family, that Jesus and Mary and Joseph, like the holiest people there have ever been, um, are still going and abiding by the law of Moses. Um, they still are respecting that um, this was something that God gave them and their people to do and to live by. Um, So they just go and do it. Um, And I think that that's just kind of a cool thing that like uh, even they recognize the importance of the law and the importance of um, all that's come before them and that they are still a part of that. Um, And then I think also another thing is just the particular um, advice in Colossians and also in uh, well, in the psalm and Sirach, this picture of what a family uh, looks like um, and where what it should look like, especially in Sirach, it you know, it's, gives particular advice to sort of every member of the family. Um, and you just picture that as you, know, you can, I can probably, I can think of examples in my own family and others that I know of moments when this has happened or not happened, but um, I think picturing 
the Holy Family as the family being talked about in all of these, um, as Jesus, Mary, and Joseph being described in the first reading and the second reading in the psalm, uh, I think is a really cool way to just look at what they're saying uh, and to appreciate what those other readings are talking about and how we ought to live like that, um, but actually seeing a face with it, seeing that the Holy Family did live this way um, rather than just we should live this way. I think that's pretty cool. Thank you guys for joining us this week as we celebrate uh, the Feast of the Holy Family. We hope you're having 